Hello, hello. I am Mayor Watt. This is the beginning of the hometown daily news show for November 23rd, 2022. And again, it's titled invisible fiber got me into this mess and more news. Yeah, we're going to start right out of the gate. I don't know. Pretty, um, how do you, how, how would I want to say this? Um, a firmly ensconced in the news. We'll just say that. Oh, I got my Pico VR today and I'm starting the whole process of getting it so that it's fine tuned so that we can have uh, VR gaming coming from hometown. It's it's on its way. Uh, I just got it today and I drained the battery already uh, because I wanted to get this thing going and I hadn't charged up all my battery packs. Yeah, I'll be able to do nine hours at least worth of a streaming with in VR Pico VR, um, got a bunch of games and, uh, other things. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Let's get into the first article though. This first article is, uh, in the word in tech scientists add invisible fiber to foods for a healthier diet. Yeah. So, um, I lowered my blood sugar level by 33% by doing one thing in particular, nixing added sugar like candy. Just that. I'd already given up drinking, um, you know, more than one drink a day of alcohol of any kind. And um, I even gave up actually drinking alcohol for a while. Oh no, something's going on with the stream. Well, anyway, I'll keep going. And um, gave up candy. But then uh, I did some research and found out that uh, fiber and protein, added whey protein, uh, could lower your blood sugar level. And sure enough, 33% by doing nothing more than adding fiber um, and uh, whey protein to my diet. So it's not always doable, but it's doable uh, for many people. So your lifestyle allows for it and uh, you have... Uh, you're monitoring your blood sugar for whatever reason. Maybe you're heading towards diabetes and you're trying to avoid it. Well, this is a, a very well-developed body of knowledge regarding that. So if we can add it and it's secret fiber, scientists have converted native starches such as wheat, corn, and cassava or cassava to dietary fiber. So converting it, a native starch, to dietary fiber that can be added to food to make it healthier without changing its texture, color, or taste. Yeah, it usually changes its texture. For sure. And if you get the wrong kind, then that dietary fiber. Uh, there's some that just is horrible, horrible. It's It clumps in any liquid, but anyway... Shushu Zhang from RMIT University wrote this article for fizz.org. Scientists add invisible fiber to foods for healthier diet. Researchers at RMIT University worked with Microtech Engineering Group, a technology-based engineering company that supplies starch processing equipment. Uh, to Sorry for the smack. 
um, to develop the starch-based product called Fiber X. The X may be for not knowing what it is, which resists dige digestion in the human gut, just like fiber. So it's like the SNL skit about pizza. Don't call it pizza because it's not. And then it crawls off the table and is radioactive. Is this what this is? Not only is Fiber X smooth and tasteless, but it's also suitable for fortifying low calorie and low GI foods and can be gluten free. Uh, it's called Fiber X. If it isn't gluten free, uh, that would be the the least of my concerns. Um, so yeah, you can add it to low fiber foods such as white bread, cakes, pasta, pizza, and sauces to make them healthier. Interesting. Project lead from MIT's Food Research and Innovation Center, Associate Professor Asgar Faranaki, or Faranaki, I'm not sure. And his team used advanced starch modification technology that approved or with approved food grade materials to create what they describe as invisible fiber. Not bad, right? Anyway, fiber is a type of carbohydrate that is not digested in the human gut and it can help improve health and function in your digestive system. It can also help prevent obesity and type two diabetes, which is what I was just talking about uh, and reduces the risk uh, factors of some cardiovascular diseases. Yeah. So if you like things like, um, fatty liver disease, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, um, pulling carbs out of your diet can uh, possibly impact the A1C. And, um, but it really depends on a lot of your biology. So go and get some blood work done and find out what your situation is. But at any rate, I think it's um, really interesting. They, they did taste tests and they they were able to add up to 20% more fiber to the food while maintaining the original taste and texture of the product. Invisible fiber, maybe much more than that. You can consume and maybe that'll satiate. And from there, you won't eat as much. What is going on? My stream is really, really slow and, and jumping. I don't know what's going on. Let me do that. Anyway, the um, it went the explained beyond that beyond the health benefits, FiberX technology also has the potential to improve supply chain challenges, reduce reduce food waste, and increase local jobs. Looks like it's um maybe gonna be a thing huh keep your eyes out for fiber x this next article is from a source that usually provides kind of broken um feeds uh into gatherer and um so i'll fix this um but the link will take you to thanksgiving day wasn't always on thursday or even in november this article is by Patty Collar uh, and Nextstar Media Wire, and it's posted over at the Hill. Um, again, you can follow the link in Omtown. You can actually also type in exclamation point showbot, 
and that'll give you a link to where all of the articles uh, URLs are posted so that you can vote them up if you find it interesting. You can also do exclamation point S in the chat and then say something. And that will post it over to um, ometown.showbot.tv as well. And you can vote on whatever you want to vote on. It's voted up and I'll be able to pe- uh, keep an eye out for that particular topic. Um, the next article here. Uh, well, let me... I'll finish this one because Thanksgiving Day wasn't always on Thursday or even in November by Patty Collar and Nextar Media Wire. Um, I was going to move on to the next article, but we'll talk about this for a moment. So Thanksgiving always falls on the fourth Thursday in November. The date changes, but the day of the week never does. But that isn't always the case. According to this article, it's actually shifted around. It started uh, perhaps on Uh, September 28th, 1789, when Federal Congress, uh, first Federal Congress, passed a resolution asking President George Washington to recommend a National Day of Thanksgiving. So it was on the 26th, naming November 26th the the Day of Public Thanksgiving. But then it shifted, um, and it was Abraham Lincoln who tried to nail the day down, according to the article. Uh, An 1863 proclamation said that it would be observed every year on the last Thursday of November. And then in 1939, um, it changed again. And it says for two years, two days were celebrated as Thanksgiving. And now in Congress, uh, 1941 took action. House passed a resolution declaring the last Thursday as the legal Thanksgiving day. And Roosevelt signed the resolution on December 26, 1941. So it's bounced around for a little bit. A day of Thanksgiving. Heck. There's asteroids out there heading for us. I say every day should be Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, I made it to this day. Thanksgiving, I I made it to that day. Any day where the meteor doesn't come crashing into us, right? Uh, The next article is Meta links phony accounts to people associated with the U.S. military. I didn't know what this was about, and I still don't. I don't look at the articles beforehand. I I usually have a bit of experience with something um, because of what I do. I kind of dabble in a lot of topics, and so... I run across stuff like this. Um, Meta links phony accounts to people associated with the U.S. military. Rebecca Clare, or Clar, um, I'm not quite sure how they pronounce their last name, writes this article for thehill.com. And it says here that uh, Meta removed dozens of Facebook and Instagram accounts as well as additional pages and groups linked to the network for violating its policy against coordinated inauthentic behavior and the tech giant said it is a quarterly adversarial threat report. Um, Okay, but it says here that Meta links phony accounts to people associated with the military, a network of fake accounts promoting U.S. interests to countries in the Middle East and Central Asia was linked to individuals associated with the U.S. military, according to Meta. This is on Tuesday. 
They said that the people behind the operation attempted to conceal their identities, but the company's investigation found links to the individuals associated with the U.S. military. There's a lot of people associated with the military. Anyway, aware of the report published by Meta, so the Pentagon knows about it. I wouldn't be surprised. Meta said it shared information about the network with independent researchers Graphica and Stanford Internet Observatory. In August, the researchers published a report um, that accounts across Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and other social media platforms used deceptive tactics to uh, promote pro-Western narratives in the Middle East and Central Asia. Well, I mean, agent provocateurs are pretty much uh, ever-present in any uh, location. I mean, come on. You think that there aren't others that are sitting there promoting their interests? Um, it happens everywhere. The report said that they believe the activity represents the most extensive case of covert, covert pro-Western influence operations on the social media um, networks. Interesting. Um, oh, and I had spoken previously about a group of researchers that uh, were able to crack <laughs> uh, that there is communication going on embedded in web pages um, and that it was easily revealed by people, you know, not trying too hard to find this network. It was quite interesting. Um, I'll see if I can find it and maybe we can talk about it tomorrow. Anyway, the network apparently was focused on Afghanistan, Algeria, Iran, Iraq, Kazakhstan, Kyrgyzstan, uh, Russia, Somalia, Syria, Tajikistan, Uzbekistan, and Yemen, according to uh, Meta. This was published in their report, but you can actually go and see that report if you follow the link uh, over in hometown, or you could just do a search for Metalink's phony accounts to people associated with the U.S. military. The next article is a mathematical theorem used to crack U.S. government encryption algorithm. I, I found this one really interesting, and um, it was actually submitted to me um, for inclusion, so I included it today. Feel free to do that kind of stuff. You can just send me a message. This mathematical theorem in the digital age and moving towards quantum computing, protecting data against hacks is one of our biggest challenges. Yes, that's very true. And one that experts, governments, and industries worldwide work hard to address. While this is an effort to build a more connected and safe future, it can certainly learn from the past. I agree, but to a point, Katerina Chagas, Queens University, put this article together for phys.org. And it says in July, the U.S. National Institute of Standards and Technology, also known as NIST, selected four encryption algorithms and posed some challenge problems to test their security, offering $50,000 for whomever managed to break them. It happened in less than an hour. One of the promising algorithm candidates named Syke, S-I-K-E, was hacked with a single personal computer. The attack did not rely on powerful machine, but on powerful mathematics based on a theorem developed by a Queens professor decades ago. Ernst Connie has been researching and teaching since the late 1970s, first for the University of Heidelberg in Germany and then at Queens, 
where he joined the Department of Mathematics and Statistics in 1986. And his focus was arithmetic uh, geometry, an area of mathematics that uses the techniques of algebraic geometry to solve problems in number theory. Interesting. So they weren't, uh, the researcher wasn't even worried about cryptographic algorithms when the theorem was developed. Interesting. So this is a really long article. And if you are interested in cybersecurity or, or uh, cryptography, um, you might want to take a look at this at a deeper level. In his 1997 paper, Dr. Connie generalized the original construction by gluing together an arbitrary pair of elliptic curves. But in that case, the construction sometimes fails. It might construct an object in which the two donuts only touch each other in a single point. And the paper analyzes the precise conditions for when this happens. Kastruk and DeCruy used this characterization of the failure in their method of attacking the proposed encryption scheme psych. Interesting. So let's see. One of the co-authors of the psych algorithm expressed surprise in the fact that genus two curves could be used to gain information about elliptic curves, but this is precisely their strategy in the 1980s and 1990s and afterward. Huh, interesting. I'm sure there's a whole lot more to it. This is kind of a deep dive um, into the reported information. The research behind it is going to be much more complex, somewhat behind the or beyond the scope of this stream um, and me. At any rate, the next article is over in the Hatch Ideas channel. Chinese-made drones are flying in restricted DC airspace, sparking new f uh, spying feet fears in the nation's capital uh, new spying fears in the nation's capital there okay well i think it's all the time right it's supposed to be there are rising concerns in dc about the potential for recreational chinese made drones to be used for spying hell i think that all the time i mean my particular field you're supposed to be very alert of things like this and you're always thinking it at one point supposedly there were servers that were found that had extra chips in them but then it just kind of the the flare-up just kind of went away it, it dissolved into nothing and uh, can't really figure out what happened with that so anything that's manufactured in china has the potential you know if you were the target of surveillance or if somebody, uh, uh, some company wants to do mass surveillance and include it in their product, it would take a review and uh, an actual security uh, audit. Uh, uh, <laughs> you'd have to figure out if it's actually exfiltrating data, observing something and then exfiltrating data. Not everybody is prepped to do that kind of data mining. That's why they're security researchers. But... For the life of me, I don't understand why, you know, this is a, an afterthought. Security is an afterthought to so many products. Well, 
you just never know, folks. You never know. Not unless you can do, you know, a bug sweep or something. Well, I'm glad that I'm recording this locally because this is kind of, um, I'm watching the stream ebb and flow in terms of connection to Twitch. And I, I my bandwidth is just tremendously fine. So we'll see what happens. Chinese-made drones have repeatedly flown into restricted airspace over Washington, D.C. Yeah, probably. What are you going to do about it? Make it a no-fly zone and then have to hunt people down from for miles away? Good luck. Congressional lawmakers on the Senate Homeland Security, Commerce, and Intelligence Committees have received classified briefings from federal agencies and experts over concerns linked to Chinese-made drones entering restricted airspace in Washington, D.C., according to a report from Politico. See how we are all over, woven together. Different places are obtaining the information from different sources and so on. Um, this one is from uh, Politico, but where did Politico get it? I'd have to follow their link to find it. But don't know, you know? Um, the, uh, the origins, any technological product with origins in China or Chinese companies holds a real risk and potential of vulnerability that can be exploited, exploited both now and in a time of conflict. Republican Senator Marco Rubio of Florida, vice chair of the intelligence committee told Politico. Gosh. Imagine that. Only China, though? Yeah, pretty much anywhere. You know, if during the supply chain, I managed to exploit some weakness in it, I could sit there and bug an item, and it'll show up somewhere, and if I do it all right, nobody would even know until it's all in place. Activates automatically? Uh, I won't go into it. it it's It's... Definitely a doable thing. Nobody audits every single component of every electronic device. We're going to end up getting there. Talk about dystopian. Well, anyway, in July 2021, the Pentagon said that systems made by DJI technology, quote, pose potential threats to national security. End quote. Followed up on this, the Department of Defense in October added DJI to a blacklist of firms with alleged links to the Chinese military, paving the way for sanctions to be imposed. Yet you can still buy their drones. So, um, this is quite an interesting thing, but they're talking about any product, any drone that's made in China. This is going to be very tough to um, stamp out. <laughs> Not unless we return all production to the United States. Um, as long as business sees the benefit of using a income disparity and uh, cultural disparity for creating a profit margin instead of quality of product and competition and you know trying to offer the best product instead of just a cheap one yeah yeah there there's <laughs> that well on chinese made anything 
will continue to be a problem, particularly since you know, the Chinese government flat out says, hey, we have a problem with you coming here and telling us anything about what's going on out there. And, you know, everybody sees it, but can't do anything about it, really. Anyway, the next article is in the Daily News show. Yes, this show. TSA finds stowaway cat inside uh, luggage at JFK. Not this one's really interesting when it was sent to me. This is by the Associated Press over at abcnews.go.com. Um, it says, don't accuse the TSA of catnapping on the job. Ha <laughs> ha. Well, this is the worst that we find out about. Uh, I have problems, but... Anyway, I'm not worried about TSA catnapping on the job. I want to know that they've actually stopped things, but they don't disclose actually stopping things. Not as far as I know. Anyway, as the bag went through the x-ray unit November 16th, the TSA, the Transportation Safety, uh, sorry, Security Administration, um, was in for a surprise. Inside were four paws and a tail belonging to a feline stowaway. The passenger was paged to return to the ticket counter after the cat was found. The traveler said that the cat belonged to someone else in the household, implying that he was not aware that the cat was in the suitcase. We call that a good catch, she said. I'm just going to leave this alone. So the cat is out of the bag and uh, back home because... They x-rayed that cat. <laughs> That's funny. They just climbed into the bag and decided to go for a trip. Okay, so we've got three articles left. This next one is the Wall Street Journal. Um, says that Thanksgiving pizza, turkey ice cream, and gra gravy-flavored soda shake up holiday menus. And this is over at Market Watch. It's by Charles Passy. And uh, it's titled Thanksgiving Pizza. Turkey ice cream. Oh, man. All of this is just kind of getting bad. And gravy-flavored soda shake-up holiday menus. I don't see it. Well, anyway, it's just something about the holidays, says Mr. Argy, owner and chef behind Macy's, uh, Macy's Place Pizzeria of his inspiration. Or maybe I'm a weird guy, they say. They made... An entire traditional Thanksgiving spread of turkey, gravy, mashed potatoes, stuffing, corn, and cranberry sauce on a pizza. I think that one's fine. That one's doable. But Jones has a gravy-flavored soda. At Sakura, a Spanish restaurant with locations in New York City. A Thanksgiving paella is on the menu featuring turkey, butternut squash, green beans, and other items it's pretty neat man some of these people make some amazingly creative things at least to me i would like this a, a pumpkin pie flavored or pizza size <laughs> pumpkin pie that's what i would like you know thanksgiving is right around the corner and Let's, uh, let's get to the end of, the, of today's news. I've been rambling. Uh, the next article is over in the Smack Talk channel. There are quote-unquote new 
Apple car rumors floating around, but beware. A new interview claims to have secrets about the long rumored Apple car. But if you've been paying attention, you already know uh, what's in it. And that some of it is crap, according to this article. The article is by Wesley Hilliard over at appleinsider.com. And yeah, it's about the Apple car. It says here, it probably isn't easy being a product leaker. Sourcing information from people working in the shadowy corners of Apple can be a precarious task. Yeah, usually because if somebody is testing somebody and they leak the information and it gets reported, then they know exactly who it is. Meijin Bu, I guess is their last name, B-U, is a known leaker. Wow. <laughs> I think it's funny, known, leak, known leaker. Based in China, that tends to land more on the sketchy side of Apple rumor reporting. He is usually best when reporting further details about a known leak from a different source. All right. So why are we paying attention to this? So let's see here. He removes any doubt that this quote unquote leak is questionable at best. He clarifies that he has no way of verifying whether the information is real, but was given permission to post portions of the conversation. Okay. The windshield would be a large touchscreen running CarPlay with no dash and only physical component would be a steering wheel. The windshield would be a large... Okay, so I think that's bogus. The steering wheel will have a display, but also a hole for inserting the driver's phone. So there was a time where I don't remember who it was, but they were sitting there talking about what the new i that the new iPad would be something, and they said that they you'd be able to play games where you have to water something, and you would actually shake your iPad to uh, you know water your whatever in the game, and it's kind of funny because you can actually do that. Um, maybe not then, but ha ha, it actually is coming true in a way. I mean, you can actually move your iPad to, to water things and somebody just has to program that into a game, either as part of something AR related, you know, take a Farmville or something and make it so that you actually have to do stuff with the iPad or iPhone or whatever. Imagine all of those people driving along and shaking their phone around and, and on the buses and in the subways and on the streets. At least arms would be getting a workout, right? There you go. All you fitness uh, software as a service geniuses out there. Code that. Farmville, but you have to actually do certain moves to get um, your your stuff out of your farm, right? You have to crouch down and pull weeds, and and so you're getting that squat motion. Am I? I'm giving it all away. Contact me. I'll 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 give you a bunch of ideas. Yeah. So I guess because it's so close to Thanksgiving, this was an article that made it. 
Um, I wouldn't report any of that, but here I am talking about it being reported. So, um, the next article is in the mobile channel. It says here, uh, Biden administration approves Gulf oil terminal, despite, um, being opposed by a Texas city. And this is kind of NIMBY, right? Everybody is pissed off about this, that, or the other. And then when you open up a new oil terminal, and it's in your backyard, then you get really mad. It's just like the people who uh, played the uh, <laughs> or spun the wheel or played the game or whatever of Bitcoin and have eighteen thousand dollars. Well, actually, it's sixteen. Hold on, I was just about to talk about it, but um, you know, sixteen thousand five hundred and fifty-eight dollars. They have you know, 10,000 Bitcoin and it's each worth $16,558 and everything is awesome, but it used to be $60,000 and they were mad when it declined. But you know, when it's at $16,000 and all you did was mine to get Bitcoin, everything is, you're still up quite a bit. Well, oil, um, dropped what $3 today. It's down to $84 for Brent and WTI is 77. It only went down um, 55 cents, but the various crudes there, Brent and Murban, um, both went down three bucks. Why? Because Biden administration approves the oil uh, terminal. So one of the big problems is, is there isn't enough distribution. But this was largely done by mergers and acquisitions and then finding, well, it's really expensive to have this, that, or the other in place. We should not build there or not renew that or do whatever, but artificially constraining the release of the resources keeps the price high. So, you know, it's not about, it's not, it's not about anything other than the profit being high enough. And it's riding this line of pissing off its customers, but then there's no bulk altogether unless you go electric. You have to go and get gas. So we have to use oil and, you know, not to mention all of the other petroleum products that are built off of that stuff. Um, and we get it from some other source. So it's gonna always, you know, and it's better to get it from somebody else until it's required to use domestic resources. That's kind of how it works. But they're artificially constraining it because up until it started getting futures trading, it wasn't traded on the stock market. Oil prices were 30 bucks. Now they're upwards of 120, 130 a barrel, depending on the time frame since they've started trading on the stock market as oil futures. Anyway, so there you go. The Hill um, is reporting that Biden administration approves Gulf oil terminal opposed by Texas City. Zach uh, Budrick is the author of this over there. And, uh, you know, like I said, this is this is all about business. We could have cheaper oil. We could have cheaper gas. But regulatory capture allows certain things to come in, come to fruition, like mergers and acquisition and artificially raising the prices and, and 
price surging uh, policy where it's okay to constrain the amount of electricity and raise the price and still it crashes around people in Texas. They have a separated grid from the rest of the United States because of regulatory capture. So the Transportation Department's Maritime Administration formally granted the license November 21st, ending a process that began under the Trump administration three years ago. The Seaport Oil Terminal will or would be located offshore at Freeport, Texas, with a capacity of 2 million barrels a day, and the project would involve two pipelines running through the city of Surfside Beach. Yikes. There couldn't be anything. Oh, follow the money, folks. Follow the money. Where the city council unanimously voted in opposition to the project in March 2020. Interesting. Why do they have to go through that city? Follow the money. At any rate, that is it for today's hometown daily news show. Um, I will be here tomorrow and I'll be here every day until January 1st, wherein I will be adding more time slots. It's right around the corner, folks. Tell a friend, come and hang out at hometown. We have all kinds of stuff coming, all kinds of stuff. The aggregator sorts things into six main categories. But there's 50 topics, 50 areas, wherein I want to talk more about stuff. My Pico 2, or sorry, my Pico 4 came in. I'm, I want in a, a new index, but I want it wireless, which is why I went for the Pico. Just got it in. Reality Hacker is one of those channels that I want to talk about virtual reality and uh, photo manipulation and deep fakes and all kinds of stuff. VR will be in there. All right. I'll be talking about movies. I'll be talking about how items get their meaning called semiotic ontology. Why do they have the mean? Why do they have the meaning they appear to have? And sometimes it's unique to each individual person to some degree. We got all kinds of stuff we're going to talk about. So come and hang out. Of course, you can always watch it here live on Twitch every day, 6 p.m. Eastern. And then you can download it as a podcast. Pretty much everywhere a podcast can be. That's where Boomtown is. And you can go over to YouTube and catch the long tail of all of the episodes since the beginning of this year. And I hope you... Uh, dig this kind of interaction come and hang out with me more would love to see you thanks so much and i'll see you tomorrow bye bye